let's go, let's go, let's go. Every campus, hey, look, let's go ahead. I want you to grab your notebooks. I want you to grab your Bible, grab a pen, grab your phone, grab whatever you're taking notes on. And as you do, I want you to put your hands together and help me welcome my friends out here. You guys, come on out here tonight. Come on, come on. Let me show you a couple of things. I'm going to introduce these guys here in a second. We need a couple. you got a couple of microphones with you. We're good? Okay. Grab a seat wherever you're comfortable. Hey, look, I, you got to listen fast tonight. Are you ready? Say yes. We got a lot to cover, we got a long way to go, and we don't have a whole lot of time to get there, all right? So let me introduce you guys to some people, and let me tell you what's happening tonight. Let me start over here. This is Pastor Riley Cummings. He leads our Anderson Yo. campus. He's one of my best friends in the world. Every campus. This is Pastor Austin Duffy. He's hey, our Anderson Fuse pastor. He's also one of my best friends. This is Bishop Meredith Knox. She's the goat of all things. She is, everybody knows her and loves her. This is Pastor Shane Duffy. He's one of our lead pastors. He is amazing. You, everything that you experience has gone through his hands at some point. This is Pastor Dan Leanne. Everybody knows and loves Pastor Dan Leanne. This is Pastor Howard Frist. He is responsible for all of our central ministries around here. He's on our lead team. A couple of guys that are not with us tonight are Pastor Brad Cooper because he had his son this morning at like 8.15. Do we have a picture? Parker Thomas, do we have a picture of that little boy? Look at that boy. <clears throat> So he and his wife went to the hospital at 7.45, and he was born at 8.15. So it took 30 minutes. He's ready to roll. So I love it. The other pastor that's not here is Pastor Clayton King. He is on, the, he is on his way back from a little bit of rest and vacation. And the last guy is Pastor Michael Mulliken, and he is getting geared up to take a little bit, a bit of a breather and vacation. Anyway, we wanted to get as many of your lead pastors, teaching pastors, influential people in your life. If you're at another campus tonight, you are going to hear from some of your pastors there because I want you to hear me. What I'm going to tell you in about 14 minutes is going to change the face of Fuse forever. What you're going to hear, hang on. Yeah, you, give me a second. Let me get there. What you're going to hear in 14 minutes from right now is going to determine what happens at New Spring Church for the next 20 years. And it's going to be up to you. So we'll clap in a bit, but let me get there first, okay? If we're taking notes, we're in a series called Good Culture. So let's define a couple of things. One, Let's define what culture is. Write this definition down. Take a picture of it with your phone. Do something. Here's the definition of culture that we're going to work off of for the next few weeks. Culture is the combination of the things that we create and the things that we allow. Culture is not just here at Fuse. Culture is in your home. Culture is in your classroom. Culture is in your friend group. Culture is in your car. Culture is in your bedroom. Culture is in your relationships. Culture is everywhere, and culture influences everything that you do. And the culture that you create is determined by the things that you only, not only decide and create in your life, but also the things that you allow. The thoughts you allow, the decisions you allow, the habits that you allow in your life determine your culture, and your culture determines everything that you do. So for us, we've got to determine, and we've got to decide, and we've got to set our minds on creating some good culture. Not just here at Fuse, but especially here at Fuse. Not just in our personal lives, but especially in our personal lives. Not just in our friend groups and in our families and in our relationships, but especially in our friend groups and our families and our relationships. So here's what we've got for good culture. Here's a working definition of good culture for us at Fuse, and this is what we're going to be working off of for the next few weeks. Next week, you're going to hear from your Fuse pastor. They're going to preach the paint off the walls at your campus. Then we got two weeks of coming back, and we're going to be hitting this thing really hard of good culture. Then we're coming. We're probably going to take July 4th week off so you can hang out at the lake and at the pool. Then we got two weeks where we're doing something we've never done where you're going to, talk, you're going to decide what we preach. And then we're going to the gauntlet. And all of our spots filled up. And we told you for weeks to sign up. And some of you missed the boat. And just don't do it next year, okay? Here's the definition of good culture. 
This is what you can expect at Fuse. This is our good culture that we're gonna create. Good culture is Jesus-focused, it is spirit-empowered, it is God-glorifying, and it's created by teamwork. I'm gonna say it again, and I want you to write this down. I want you to take a picture. I want you to amen this with me. Good culture is Jesus-focused. Every single thing that we do, that we say, that we preach, that we teach, that we sing about here at Fuse is going to be focused on Jesus. Do you wanna know why? Because everything in the universe is focused on Jesus. Everything in life was created to tell one big story, and that story is the story of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who came to earth in the form of a man to die for your and I's sins so that we could be restored to our relationship with God, and from that restored place, we could create the world the way God wanted it to be from the beginning. Everything in good culture is Jesus-focused. All our songs are going to be Jesus-focused. If you decide to be a part of Fuse for as long as you want to be a part, every song is going to be Jesus-focused. Every preach is going to be Jesus-focused. Every message, every conversation in Fuse group, every time we get together is going to be Jesus-focused. But not only that, it's going to be spirit-empowered. You want to know why? Because you can't follow Jesus and do the things he wants you to do on your own strength. You need the Holy Spirit. I need the Holy Spirit. If we're going to let God undo all of the things that we've done and undo all of the thoughts that we think and undo all of our personal habits and the generational thoughts that are in our life, then we need to be completely and fully reliant on the power of the Holy Spirit to help us live the life God wants us to live. Good culture is empowered by the Holy Spirit. We're going to get and become really good friends with the Holy Spirit here at Fuse. Because he comes to teach us about Jesus and to empower us to live the life God wants us to live. We're going to be people and live good culture that is spirit-empowered. The next thing we're going to be is God-glorifying. Everything that we do here at Fuse, every accolade that could possibly uh, come into existence in your life, in my life, in the life of Fuse is going to glorify and honor God. Because you are too small of a thing to live your life for, and I am too small of a thing to live my life for. You will learn this as you grow and as you get older, that there is a massive world out there. There are a lot of things going on, and there is a ton of beauty in the world, and it points to and screams about and sings about the glory of God. Everything we do, good culture is glorifying to God. That's why we're going to challenge you to live lives that glorify God. That's why it's going to be hard sometimes to come to Fuse, because we're going to push you. We're going to challenge you. We're going to question you on the decisions that you're making. We're not going to let you settle for living a life that glorifies you. We're going to make sure that if we see something on social media that makes you look like the hero, we're going to ask you about it. We're going to make sure if you live a season of your life where you're making decisions that make you the point, make you the hero, and make your career and your dreams and everything, you, 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 we're going to ask you about it. Why? Because good culture glorifies God. And the last thing you need to know about good culture is this. Good culture is created by teamwork. Everything in life happens in team. Everything. That's why we're going to tell you every week, three or four times, in the welcome, in the dismissal, in the message, or in the car ride out, you need to be in a group. You need to be in a fuse group. If you're leading a fuse group, you need a fuse group leader with you. You need to be leading in team. You need to be following Jesus in team. You need to be serving in teams. You need to be worshiping on teams. You need to be doing life in a team, on a team, with teams, because everything that's created good culture-wise is created by teamwork. These men here, they lead our church, massive church, big, heavy decisions, serious things that involve a ton of people. You know how they do it? In a team. You know how we lead on a campus level? In teams. You know what my wife and I are at home? We're a team. You know what my family unit is in the world? We are a team. Everything in life is team. Good culture is created by teamwork. And at Fuse, we are going to be about teamwork. 
if you want to try to follow Jesus by yourself, we're not going to let you. We are going to sneak you into a Fuse group somewhere. We are going to kidnap you into coming to Chick-fil-A after Fuse on a Wednesday night. You are getting on a team somewhere because if you want to go fast, you can go by yourself. But if you want to go far, you got to go with others. And you won't make it. You won't make it if you try to go by yourself. You need a team. You've got to have some teamwork. So let me tell you the vision statement of Fuse, right? It's so simple, it's going to blow your mind. You ready? Here's the whole point of Fuse. If you're in the sixth grade, here's what you can expect for the next seven years. If you're a 40-year-old volunteer and you want to serve with us for the next 20 years, here's what you can expect for the next 20 years. Here's why we do this every single Wednesday night, and here's why we have a ministry here. Fuse exists. I want you to write this down. Some of you need to get this tattooed on your chest, around your chest right here. Just kidding. Fuse exists to show you, to show you, not to teach you, not to tell you, not to yell at you, to show you how to love God and how to live the life that he has for you. Good culture is not me standing on stage or Meredith standing on stage or your fuse pastor standing on stage just talking to you for 30 minutes on Wednesday night. Good culture is us showing you how to love God and showing you that there is a whole life out there. There's an entire life to be lived with God, in team, for the glory of God. Let me show you where we get this idea from. All right, I'm gonna read a scripture, then we're gonna talk about some really big news, okay? The book of 1 Thessalonians, you can turn there if you want to. You can scroll there if you want to. We're going to put it on the screens. Let me tell you what's happening in this verse. There's a guy named Paul. Everybody say Paul. Paul is creating good culture. Paul has been sent out by God to plant churches all over the Mediterranean rim. And in doing so, here's what he's doing. He's showing up and he's creating good culture. So with you young men and young women here on the front, Paul would sit down here and he'd say, this is what you need to do. Here's who you need to become. These are the things that are okay. These are the things that are not okay. And Paul would say, the culture that we're going to create here is the things we create and the things that we allow. So let's make some good culture here. This would be Paul's thing. And then he'd spend some time. He'd teach about Jesus. He'd teach about church and the things that go on. Then he'd leave and he'd go do it somewhere else. So when we read Paul's letters in the New Testament, we need to be reading about Paul creating good culture. Okay? The microphone's going to crack. does it all the time. It's all right. Good culture. This is Paul creating good culture. Here's what he says in the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8. Let's read it together. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8. This is Paul. This is how he creates good culture. So... Being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready, here's the secret, you ready? To share with you not only the gospel of God, so when Paul goes somewhere, he does teach about the good news of Jesus, but he says, I don't just want to share with you the good news, but I want to share with you my life, myself. He says, uh, they themselves, so here we go, verse 8, sorry, I, I got to get a Bible with bigger print. Am I this young and my eyes are already stopping working? Okay. Being affectionately, it's so bad. Being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves because you have become very dear to us. Paul says, here's the secret to good culture. I'm gonna come and teach you some good things, but I'm also gonna show you how I live. I'm gonna show you what it's like on Tuesday morning when I wake up and I'm reading the Bible or when I wake up and I'm praying and I'm singing. I'm gonna show you what it's like to go to work and live life for God on mission in the workplace. I'm gonna show you what it's like to go to school and love God there too. Good culture is not just taught, it's shown. And that's why we wanna get you in the, in the life of some really powerful, impactful leaders around you that can not just teach you the good news of Jesus, but can show you how to play it out in life. Some of you, your Fuse Group leader, you're gonna get to watch them fall in love, get engaged, get, you're gonna go to their wedding, and you're gonna watch, and here's what's gonna happen over these next few years. I'm telling you, this is a big deal, because some of you have parents that have been divorced, you have no idea what love is, and you know who's going to be the example for you? Your Fuse Group leader. 
You know who's gonna teach you how to have a job, keep a career, you know, get some real serious good decisions in your life? It's not gonna be me. I got my own family to raise. I got my own things to do. It's gonna be your fuse group leader. You know who's gonna show you how to pick up the Bible, read it, and feed yourself? It's not gonna be me or Meredith up here teaching you or your fuse pastor teaching you. It's gonna be your fuse group leader. They're gonna show you how to, how do I read the Bible? How do I get a journal and take some notes? How do I get up and take a shower in the morning and get to Chick-fil-A before school so I can get some sort of thoughts going before I hit first period? It's gonna be your fuse group leader. And they're not just gonna share with you the good news of Jesus, they're gonna share their life with you. If you got a good fuse group leader, say amen. All right, next time I give you that opportunity, you need to scream at me at the top of your lungs and say amen because they give good stuff for you. Last point here, and then we got a couple of things here for you. Good culture requires vision. Good culture requires vision. You gotta know where we're going. Gotta know what we wanna create. Gotta have some vision for our life. We wanna create some good culture that's gonna help us make some good decisions and some good habits. We gotta have some vision for where we wanna go. You ready? Because we got some big vision for where we wanna go as a Fuse ministry. You ready for this? All right, you guys throw this next slide up there. Starting on September 4th, Fuse is gonna be on two nights from here on out. What? High schoolers, if you are in high school or you will be in high school starting in the fall, Wednesday nights will be High School Fuse. If you're in middle school, starting on Sunday nights on September 8th, which will be the first Sunday after this, Sunday afternoons will be middle school fuse. So here's what we're about to do. Here's what I wanna do, okay? Everybody take a picture of that. We're gonna send a bunch of notes there. It's gonna be awesome. We got a bunch of things there. Here's what I wanna do. I wanna ask some questions because we have Pastor Dan Leanne up here. Pastor Dan has kids in fuse. Pastor Shane sent all four of his kids through fuse. Pastor Howard sent his kids through fuse. Do you still have any kids in fuse? You still have three in fuse? Howard has 600 children, by the way. Just five, seriously. And uh, Austin came through Fuse and is now pastoring. So here's what I wanna do. I wanna, why are you excited about this? Why is this a great decision? Why is this good culture? Any of you guys? Uh, I'm excited because uh, I have um, a daughter who is going to be in Wednesday night high school Fuse. And, um, and I know that um, uh, she is journeying through things which... Uh, I'm trying my best to understand, and uh, Krista's trying her best. Uh, my wife is trying her best to understand, uh, but there are some things that um, that have to be unpackaged with friends yep. and with uh, people who are around the same age and the same stage. Um, and and I just love the thought of my daughter having an opportunity uh, to to worship at that level and to converse at that level and to hear teaching at that level and to receive shepherding at that level. Um, so, so specifically, and, and the same thing for my son. Uh, my son is in middle school, will be on a Sunday night, and, um, and I just need to tell you that um, last night, I experienced one of the most powerful moments in all of my journey. Uh, 27 years walking with Jesus, and last night, uh, through my 13-year-old son, Josiah, um, I was about as powerfully impacted by him um, as I've ever been impacted in all of my journey. Don't let anyone tell you that a 13-year-old can't change a life. Come on. And we're gonna have an opportunity now on a Sunday night. Let's go. To, to, to grab a 13-year-old young man Great. who hears things differently than a 15-year-old young woman Yep. And, and speak life and faith and vision, expectation, the miraculous and the mighty into their life. Come on. And so just as Kids Spring for so many years has been powerful because it's been Jesus at, 
a kid's level. Come on. Um, I'm excited as a parent of a high schooler and a middle schooler because my high schooler and middle schooler are going to get all kinds of Father, God, Jesus, the Son, and the Holy Spirit so much more on their level. Come on. That's awesome. What about you, Howard? Well, I'm really excited for several reasons. Uh, one, because two of uh, our students, my wife and I, Consi, two of our students have come through Fuse from 6th grade to 12th grade. And everything you're talking about good culture, they've seen it. Yeah. And one of the things that I love about Fuse is that uh, you're, not willing to ch- you're not afraid to change things. You're willing to change things so that we can continue to have good culture. Come on. And this is a really, really big positive change. And the, se- the second reason I'm excited is just for the three of my students that are still in Fuse to continue to be recipients of yep. this. I know that when they come on Wednesday night, because they're all going to be in high school, they're going to be able to hear teaching that's relevant to them, that's going to be able to challenge them, uh, the community that they'll have. And also because I believe there's uh, going to be high schoolers that can be small group leaders for the middle schoolers on great. Sunday night. That's great. And I've seen my son step in and be a small group leader. And just like uh, you're talking about your son impacting you, I'm seeing my son who's now out of Fuse, be impacted by the faith and the boldness of the sixth grade guys he leads. And so I'm just seriously pumped. I want to say thank you to every uh, volunteer who serves so faithfully and invests um, in the life of students. And I just want to say, do more of that. Be bolder. Uh, commit more, dig in. You got the summer to, to get ready, but this fall, I'm so pumped. And I just want to say thank Come you to the Fuse family for, yeah. for leading out. So it's personally in, impacted the Frist family, yep. and I just couldn't be more excited for the next level of impact that Let's we're going to have. How about you, Pastor Shane? You had four four boys all come through Fuse. Why is this the best call for right now? Uh, well, it's the best call for a lot of reasons, all that the, the things these guys said. Because I know that students are going to be reached um, in, in a way and in a space that they can connect better to Jesus, create better friendships, and experience life the way God intends them to experience it. Awesome. But let me also say this is the reason why, too, I'm excited about it, because it's another way that Fuse in particular, but New Spring Church in general, is showing um, our church that we'll do whatever it takes Come to on. meet you where you are. Come on. Because this isn't going to be easier for the Fuse staff. It's not going to be easier for the Fuse volunteers. But you know what Jesus said greatness is? Greatness is this. It's very simple. It's when we're willing to give up something good for ourselves, to provide something great for other people. Come on. Because that's what he modeled in his own life. And so the reason I'm excited, it gives us as a church and Fuse as a ministry an opportunity to meet people where they are no matter what it costs. So that's why I'm excited. I love it. I love it. Let's go. What about you, Pastor Meredith? Why are you excited about this? Uh, Yeah. Obviously, because um, I love this family. I love each and every one of you. But this is what has been even in my head as we've been sitting here talking. The world is preaching two very specific things to all of you right now. If you're younger, it's screaming, grow up. And innocence is being snatched. And uh, you're made to see things before you should see them. And we believe there's a a purity and an innocence the younger you are that we want to help you preserve. The Bible says, don't, dis- don't let anyone despise you for your youth. Well, you don't despise your youth either. If you're in the sixth grade, we want you to come up and, and, and show up and be like you're in the sixth grade for an hour and sweat and smell terrible and drink monster energy drinks and then sit in your fuse group and fall in love with Jesus in the sixth grade. Come on, amen. But the second thing that the culture is preaching is, hey, don't ever grow up. Right. 
do what you want to do now. You know, you're a junior, you're a senior, you're about to be a junior. That was specifically some girls uh, over here to my left right now. And one thing we want to do is have a space to challenge you even more high schoolers than we have up until this point. But it's because we know there's more in you. So I'm excited to come against those two That's things great. the world's telling you with a better gospel. That's great. Amen. What about you, Pastor Riley? You got. You I'm have some, you have more s- excited right now because of what Meredith. That's what said. I'm saying, we're right? High school. Hey, what about you? You'll that, have kids infused here in not too long. I will have kids infused. The thing, the two things I think have thought about. One, Howard, you mentioned it, um, but I think one of the coolest things that I've ever seen in Fuse, and I've been around Fuse a long time. When you were in a Fuse group, we yep. were in a, you were in my Fuse group. Riley was bit. one of my first Fuse group leaders, by yep. the way. So uh, that's a good culture. Riley, yeah, Riley, Riley's sixty-four years old. Yep. Got the hairline to prove it. Um, so the, the two things that I've thought about, the first one is this, uh, and Howard, you alluded to this. I think one of the greatest things you can do as a junior or senior in high school is pour back in to sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. Um, and one of the greatest things for your development and your walk and you growing in faith and maturity and, and being in rhythm with the Spirit and step with what God is doing in your heart is to pour into another group of people. Um, so I am so, so pumped about that. Here's the other group of people I'm pumped for. I am pumped for eighth grade students. Come on. And here's why. Because you are going to get an opportunity to lead and change and set the tone for not only Fuse all over the state of South Carolina, but for everything that's happening in your middle school. Great. And you're going to get to leave it better than you found it because you're stepping into leadership at a younger age than you would be able to otherwise. So I'm pumped about that, man. I think it's going to be awesome. I love it. So we're about to hear. So here's what we're going to do. I want to share one last thought, and then we're going to hand it off to every campus. You're going to get to hear from your local Fuse pastor about what's going to happen at your campus, some practical things of why they're excited about this happening at your campus. But let me tell you what one of the big motivating factors in us doing this is. You ready for this? It is different to follow Jesus when you're 18 years old than it is when you're 12 years old. It's different. Some, and if you don't believe me, then please come up here and try to teach about what the Bible says about sex and look at a 12-year-old and an 18-year-old. You will feel as uncomfortable as you do right now times 10, okay? Because, listen, I'll just be completely honest with you. Some of you, you have no idea what's going on, and you shouldn't, and I'm not going to be the one to get you to think about something you don't need to be thinking about yet. That's inappropriate. Some of you are at the point where this is your last hope. You, you've met, some of you are, when you're 17, 18 years old, you're a couple of months away from making some decisions you may never return from. Borrowing 30 grand to, to go off to a college that who knows what you're going to learn and sink yourself into a generation's worth of debt. You're a couple of months away from making some decisions that will alter the rest of your life. You know what you need? Somebody that cares about the situation and season that you're in. And somebody that can speak to where you are. Some of you are getting ready to go to college and you're scared to death and we can help. And some of you are stepping into learning how to sweat and smell bad for the first time in your life and your body feels weird and we can help there too. But we have to be able to customize your discipleship experience and we're going to. So listen, if you're a leader in here, I know that this is gonna affect you big time. I, we need you bad. We need you bad. And guess what? We need your friends too. We need the people you hang out with. We need the people that you go to dinner with. We need the people that you're in your co- We need them. We need people to help us disciple people. Because let me tell you something. Here in the fall, when we start having Sunday afternoon fuse for middle schoolers, our middle school fuse numbers are going to double like this. And we need fuse group leaders. So some of you high schoolers, you've been kind of riding the pine a little bit. See, and I, do I love Jesus? Do I love God? Do I love fuse? Now you do. And now you're in because we need you to help lead a group. 
And listen, if you don't feel the pressure of setting an example as a junior, senior in high school, that's our fault. Now you will. Because now there's gonna be a thousand young middle schoolers walking around looking at you and what you're doing. And when they get to high school, here's what's gonna happen, high schoolers. They're gonna get to high school fuse and they're gonna go, we worship way harder than that on Sunday afternoons. Our conversations in middle school fuse are way deeper than this. What are you guys talking about up here? Now you gotta set an example. So here's what, I, here's what I'm gonna do. I wanna pray and I want you to lose your mind getting excited about hearing from your fuse pastor about what this looks like on your campus. So everybody, let's pray together. God, we love you. You have set us free, free to dream, free to create, free from the bondage of sin and slavery and death and hell and all of the things that just were binding us and tying us. And you have given us the ability to create a future that glorifies you and that impacts the communities that we live in. God, we give all of our time, our energy, our focus to you. We believe our best days are right in front of us and we can't wait to experience them. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. Come on, you guys, put your hands together for your fuse pastor. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say, here's what I'm gonna say, all right? You're about to hear from Austin Duffy and hey, hang on just for a second. I want you to hear me say this, all right? This is just the Anderson Room now. Everybody's local and live on their campus. Let me tell you guys a couple of things that's just kind of like family talk for a little bit. This is a big old family, and it's going to get a lot bigger. Let me tell you something that's unbelievable that you need to. Here's what I, I want this to stir your faith big time, okay? Austin Duffy's dad is sitting right here. Listen, don't clap yet. Listen to me. For years and years and years and years, he has been one of the men at this church who have made decisions after decision after decision that you have no idea, I have no idea how difficult they are, including the decision to convince a bunch of people to give millions of dollars for us to come in this room every week and have fuse. Now the baton is being passed to his son who is one of the most anointed, capable leaders I've ever seen in my life. And I just wanna tell you this. What Austin Duffy, what Pastor Austin Duffy says goes in this room. The culture that he and his team and you volunteers and you students create here is the driving culture that impacts Fuse across the state. The Fuse culture rises and falls across the state of South Carolina based off of this room. And let me tell you something. If we get down to the gauntlet and there is a campus singing louder than Anderson, I am coming back and we're doing a series called You're Getting a Spanking and You're Getting a Spanking and You're Getting a Spanking. <laughs> If we get down to the gauntlet and somebody else, another campus has more faith than this room, we're gonna do in a series called You're Getting a Spanking and You're Getting a Spanking and You're Getting a Spanking. Culture rises and falls on what this room does. So get on your feet and tell this man you're ready to hear from him. Let's go. I love you. Yeah, what's up? Thank you, guys. Hey, since you guys are clapping and these guys are already standing, can we give a hand for our lead team and for these guys? Because, man, I would not be here without them, and none of us would be, honestly. So thank you guys so much for being here. It is just so cool. And I honestly didn't know they were going to stay out, so this is, I'm getting used to this. But I've been so excited to talk to you guys. And ain't nobody else on the other side of this thing. This is just family talk for a couple minutes here, okay? And I want to tell you guys three reasons why I am so excited about middle school fuse and high school fuse and what I think it's going to do in Anderson. So I'm going to jump right out of the gate and say, first of all, I think that this is the best thing for middle school students. So that's my first point is catch it on the screen. You don't have to write that down, but just know that a year ago, and I want you to know it took, it was longer than a year that they were talking about this. Okay. 
people were asking this question, what is the best way to do ministry for students at Fuse? What is the best way to minister to a 12-year-old and to an 18-year-old? And without a doubt, the conclusion that was come to is we need to do something that is custom tailored for each. We need to do something that is so on purpose for middle schoolers and so on purpose for high schoolers. And so with that, I believe that this is the best thing for middle schoolers. If you're in middle school, I need you to get ready. I need you to hit the gym because the hour of pre-service on Sunday night before middle school fuse is gonna be the wildest, craziest hour of your week. We're gonna have ambulances on standby because we're gonna have dodgeball games that they're gonna write about in the history books, okay? We're gonna play soccer in, in, in a way, we're gonna, we're gonna invent new sports at Middle School Fuse because we're gonna have so much fun, it is going to blow your mind. And if you're a volunteer, I would, I would be signing up to volunteer at Middle School Fuse because it is going to be truly revolutionary. So let me tell you guys, at 5 p.m. on Sunday evenings, while the five o'clock service is happening over there, we are gonna have middle school fuse. You're gonna be able to check in at four o'clock. I wanna give you guys some details so you can imagine this. Four o'clock, we're hanging out. It's gonna be amazing. Five o'clock, we kick off service in here. And for middle school fuse, the primary preacher or teacher is gonna be me for this room, okay? And that's true for, for every fuse pastor. Guys, I'm excited about getting the opportunity to talk to you guys. And not only that, but we're gonna have a teaching team that's gonna support me and teach alongside. That's Daniel Young. Who, who loves Daniel Young? We're gonna have Justin Harrison, Finn Williamson. They're gonna get started with us. And uh, the prophetess, Taylor Bull. Who knows Taylor Bull? She's not here tonight. But all those guys, they're gonna be giving me a hand. We might have more people. Some of them might not make a song. It won't be personal. But hey, we got lots of different stuff that's going on when it comes to who's gonna be able to share from a microphone. It's not just gonna be Caleb and Mary every time, although we love them. They're gonna keep preaching on Wednesday nights and we're gonna have something really special and different. Imagine this. You come into this room and you're already in your fuse group for the preach. Imagine that we're doing 10 minutes of teaching, 10 minutes of discussion. Imagine the conversations. Imagine the way that we're gonna be able to learn, fuse group leaders. Imagine the way you're gonna be able to pastor when we get so specific. I am so excited about that. Hey, and another thing is that this is the best thing for high school students. This is no doubt the best thing for high school students. If you're in high school right now, I hope that this is the most exciting thing about your summer is that you are thinking about all the friends you're gonna be able to get to Wednesday nights here. Friends, Wednesday night, we're gonna be able to open doors a little bit later, we're gonna open doors at 6.30. Come in, we're gonna have a way different vibe. We'll have coffee, we'll have way more cool places to hang out. We can really custom build it for high schoolers. My hope is that this is gonna be something that you guys are gonna be excited about getting your friends to. Because think about this, this room is, is nice and pretty full right now. Imagine we take it in half. Now you can look at that one of two ways. You can look at, oh, it might feel kind of empty. No doubt in my mind, one day, and not that far in the future, a Wednesday night will look like this and then some with just high school students. And what about on a Sunday night? I believe the same thing. We're creating room to grow and we are going to grow. And we are not gonna grow just for the sake of growing, but there is a, uh, a true thing, and this is my third point that I want to talk about, is that this is the best thing for our city. Myself and these men up here, we're not just in this for New Spring Church. We're not in this for Fuse. Okay, we are, we love it, but more than anything, we're in this for Anderson. And we're in this for South Carolina. And we're in this for the world because we are in this for the kingdom. And the kingdom, the kingdom goes right through all of it. Can you imagine what it's gonna be like at Tealahanna High School when you can finally say, hey, come to High School Fuse. And they're gonna say, what, there's not middle schoolers there? And people are gonna wanna come. And middle schoolers, we love you, but sometimes high schoolers want their own space. And middle schoolers, do you know what? 
eighth graders, you might get kind of frustrated outside when you're playing soccer because there's all these bigger kids around you. All of a sudden, eighth graders, you're going to be tearing it up out there. And you're going to be able to bring your friends, and you're going to feel like bosses in the gym. It's going to be amazing, okay? There's going to be space for you guys to bring your friends because what is happening in this room is good culture. This room, how it is, we don't, we don't have to do this, this, you know, this launch splitting the two groups. You know, what we have is a good thing, but I, I, would, I would say that if we did that, we would be settling for just what we have. But I know that there's so much more that God has, not just for the people in this room, but for our city. And I'm excited about all these hundreds of people coming to this place twice a week and then going out and coming back and going out and coming back. Because Fuse doesn't happen here. This is where we gather. Fuse happens at Robert Anderson Middle School. And Fuse happens at Wren High School. And Fuse happens in the car on the way to Chick-fil-A after, just as much as it happens here. So I'm so excited. I want to share this verse with you guys. This is, this is the thing that I've been thinking about. It's Psalm 2, verse 8. And it says this. It says, ask of me, and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possessions. This is the Lord speaking to David. And I think that this is a promise that we can like hold to right now that if we would ask of God, he would give us the nations as our inheritance. Who gets an inheritance? Children, heirs. And what have we learned that we are? We are children and we are heirs. If we would ask, we could inherit the nations. And what is the first step in inheriting the nations? It's inheriting your bedroom. It's inheriting your household. It's inheriting Teal Hannah High School. It's inheriting Glenview, it's inheriting the cans. it's inheriting your math class. Because there's things, when we talk about inheritance, there's things that God in all of his goodness wants to give us as children as our inheritance. And if we will ask, we can receive it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna I got two points about that that we're gonna just use for good culture moments right here. And they're about to come get these couches and stuff. But the first thing is this idea of asking and we will receive the nations as, your, as our inheritance is that we ask by prayer. We need a culture and we have one, but we need to, I wanna throw gasoline on it of prayer. So when we stand up and when we worship, we're not just doing, just saying words. Okay, we, our hearts are crying out to God and we have not because we ask not. He says, seek and you shall find, knock and the door shall be opened to you. I need for you guys to start knocking on the door of some of your schools. I need for you to start asking for God to do things in your family because I believe that he has for to do it. But the first step in this is we gotta ask and we receive by posture. We ask by prayer and we receive by posture. So not only do we wanna be asking in prayer, but we wanna be a people in this room that are gonna posture ourselves ready to receive the thing that God wants to do in Anderson, South Carolina. Guys, I feel this all over me. Band, you can go ahead and start heading out here because what I wanna do right now, even as we respond, our response is to think about our city and I want us to pray. I want us to pray. I want us to ask God for his will to be done in the city and I want for you guys to bring your ideas about your city to your God because he wants to hear them. And not only do we wanna bring our ask, we wanna bring open hands. We want to bring open heart. We can't receive anything with our hands closed. We can't receive anything like this. We want to be a people that is open and that we're ready to say, hey, God, we want your will to be done. In this room, we want to build your kingdom here. Build heaven in this place. And so we can receive as children God's plan for this room, God's plan for our city. There is so much more left for us. There is so much more left for us in the city. We are only getting started. And I've never been more excited to be a part of a part of Fuse, and I've never been more proud of this room 
because the worship culture, the prayer culture, the family culture is I believe the best it has ever been. And what we're doing is we're about to build from that place. We're building from a healthy place. And I'm so excited to take that out into the sea. So if you guys stand with me, we're gonna pray and we're gonna go into a time of worship. And I wanna worship like the children that we are, like we're crying out to Abba Father. Daddy, would you change my parents' marriage? Daddy, would you save my math teacher? Father, would you do something new in the chill? Would you do something new at YCI? Would you do something new in FCA? I believe in this time that we wanna, we're about to sing a touch of heaven. And what I want you to do is, I don't want you to think about heaven touching down in this room as much as I want you to think about heaven touching down in Pendleton High School or in Riverside Middle School. Because he has it to give. And if we would be a people who ask, we ask by prayer and we will receive by posture. So can we just posture our arms and our hearts right now to say, God, we wanna see what you wanna do in the city. Do you guys feel that something crazy is coming? This fall is gonna be like nothing you've ever seen. And I wanna invite you all to be a part of it. This is not the Austin Duffy show. This is not the Anderson Fuse show. We have got so much kingdom to build here. And it is because God is a good father and he has good plans for us. So with open hearts, we just cry out, God, would you change our city? We openly ask and we wanna receive your will for this place. We are so in love with you, King Jesus, and we want your way for our town. We want your way over the schools. We want your way over our teachers. We want your way. God, I pray that you would create excitement in all of us about this new season of Fuse. Would you create a burning passion in us for your kingdom and for what you're building? God, would we have better Fuse groups over this summer than we've ever had? Would we build family in a way that this world has never seen so that we could experience more of your goodness and know your face? We love you, King Jesus. Amen.